Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Paper Outpost, the Joy of Junk Journaling podcast. If you like everything junk journaling, then this may be your happy place. Welcome. Today's topic is the joy or not so much joy of inking. Yes, yes, let's talk about inking. I'm actively inking at the moment. Hear me opening up my little distress ink, my vintage photo, and I am inking. And I thought this would be a very interesting topic because many of us can relate because we either ink and we love inking or we ink and we don't so much love inking (laughs) or we don't ink and we enjoy the fact that we're not inking or we don't ink because we don't have the supplies to ink or uh, we don't ink because uh, we don't really like the look of ink or we don't want to deal with the messy fingers and things like that. So today is all about inking. So, you know, I don't know where all the inking started from, but I guess it was a desire to get the paper to look old. Uh, The antique look of the paper is increased when you ink, but not everybody has um, an antique stylized journal to make. So it may or may not be something that calls to you, or you may do it because you feel like almost like a sense of duty to ink, (laughs) because so many of us do ink. And uh, I, I would say I fall into the middle of the road category. I like to ink, but I don't like to ink excessively, but I find myself inking a lot. Um, but I would say I would like it if it was a little less. So as I'm inking here, you can probably hear the familiar sound of the dauber scrapping, scraping alongside the paper. Scrape, 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 ink, ink, ink. But... Uh, you know, honestly, though, sometimes I do really enjoy it. I have to, I have to admit, because sometimes it's, it's getting lost in the paper and you just forget what you're doing. And it's a stream of consciousness going in your brain and you're, you're not actually thinking. It's like not thinking about driving. You just somehow find your way home. And next thing you know, your car found its way home from work. Um, yeah, I do experience that. So I, I must retract my original statement. I do really enjoy inking sometimes. And sometimes it's laborious and it's a bit of a chore and I don't really feel like doing it and my hands get all inky and it's hard to get off and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, I found a few little cheater ways to get the ink off. One of my favorite ways is um, a pumice soap, soap, like a lava soap or something with sand or, or ground apricot seeds or something in it where you can remove the ink more easily because it has some grit. And uh, if that doesn't work, I have uh, delved into soft scrub with bleach when it's really bad. And uh, also acetone will take ink off. Now those are a little bit extreme and hard on the skin and probably not the healthiest, but in a, you know, let's say you got to go somewhere and your hands have to be clean and and it's just disaster Um, those will get you out of hot water in a pinch so um, yeah I've had my my uh, my my thoughts and feelings about inking I need to ink this side of the page as I'm inking some projects here and uh, I think that one of the challenges I find for myself is to break out of the traditional inking mode where it's always vintage photo. It's always the same pattern. It's always the same style. I like to try new things, maybe try stencils and inking or try random splotches and inking or, um, you know, different techniques with different ink um, daubers. There's the, the uh, paddle brushes, which are fun to ink with. They give you a, a different, almost like a softer and, and more well-deposited ink line. Uh, which looks different, definitively different from the 
Tim Holtz ink dauber itself, but uh, both are effective. A makeup sponge is effective, huh, Holly? A uh, a um, uh, a washcloth, you know, you could dip uh, in ink, and ink would be effective. And uh, inking doesn't always have to be ink. Uh, it can be shoe polish. It can be makeup. It can be foundation for makeup. It can be eyeshadow. It can be anything that has a color or a tint to it. Um, it's fun to play with different colors and different mediums and different substances, and you'll find different things hold better on paper than others. Uh, but sometimes if you leave stuff long enough to dry, it will grab hold, especially if your paper is porous. So if you find you have a nice porous paper, it will grab your ink well. And uh, no pun intended there, ink well, haha. But um, uh, yeah, there's a whole world of the other colors of inks, and there are so many, and they're, they're so beautiful. And uh, they, they really deserve, deserve to be explored. And I really should grab a different ink color and just do it right now. But right now I'm working on a little project, so I gotta, I gotta stay focused on this particular ink color. And, and guess what? It's vintage photo. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, there are other browns that you can work with. For example, let me take a look in my, I am doing a podcast, my love. <laughs> Thank you. That was husband randomly walking by declaring something. <laughs> Carry on, hubby. Carry on. I'll be with you in a few minutes unless it's an emergency. Is it an emergency? Nope, not an emergency. Okay, we're all well. All right, life at our house. And uh, so I am now going to dig in the ink drawer and see if I can find a different color. i got to do something here. Okay, what's this? No. How about that one? What's that? Gathered twigs. Okay, that's an oxide. Let me pull that one out. Different brown. And uh, sometimes, oh, frayed burlap. I haven't played with that in ages. Okay, so let's pull out some different browns because even layering different browns can work. Oh, that looks blue. That doesn't even look like the right color. Is it? Huh. Let's try. Rub a piece of paper on it. Eh, kind of brown. All right, we'll try it. Looks blue to me. Well, we'll just see what happens. I'll just put some on random paper. Just making it look different. I'm going to put it on the corners of this little particular project and just see if it can go cutie cute. So far it seems to be going quite cutie cute. Just a different shade of brown, adding some depths and stuff like that. So, okay, so frayed burlap, which I guess is supposed to look like a, it shows a very pale color on the face of it, but it looks dark. Hmm, I don't know. Okay, so we have that one and what else do we have? Let me dig in here. There's gotta be some other, other browns that I have. Okay. Not that one, not that one. I, I spent the time once with my ink pads and I put little color swatches on the side of the ink pad so I could see this ink pad has no lid. How about that? A no lid ink pad. Well, that's a disaster waiting to happen, isn't it? Okay, let me figure you out, Mr. Tumbled Glass. Find out where your lid went to. Oh my goodness, there's mayhem in the, in the ink drawer. Mayhem. Okay, what are you? Vintage photo in oxide. Okay, we got enough vintage photo right now. Um, pumice stone. Oh, I'll play with you. You're kind of a gray, a gray brown shade. <clears throat> what else do we have here? I'm digging. I'm digging. There's a lot of them in here. Tea dye. That's a nice brown. Yeah, I don't use that one enough. I should really pull that one out. It's a regular distressing. What are you? Okay, you are for oh forest moss. Might we already have you? 
We have you in the trenches already. We work with you a lot. There's another vintage photo. Apparently, I thought there wasn't enough vintage photo in my life, and I, I bought every known pack that was out there, but I'm okay. I have enough. Hickory smoke. What color are you? Oh, like a, ooh, ooh, like a light gray color. Okay, it's an oxide. This oxide looks dry. It's a blueprint sketch color. Right, what else do we have here? Nope. All right, I'm just going to play with what I found again. I'm going to look in the back, in the, in, the, in the deep trenches of what's back there. What are you? Some archival inks? Okay. And some color box, some color works, and... Oh, there's some shoe polish. See? Never give up on the old ways of doing things. You never know when you have to go back to uh, original ideas. All right. Give it up here in a second. Okay, I think that's pretty good. Okay, I rummaged pretty good through there. Rain cloud. Oh, that sounds like a nice color. All right. Yeah, let me try that rain cloud. Let me pull it out. It's who makes this. This is called oh dye ink pad. Yeah, by Ranger. This is the one the ones I picked up in um, uh, Tuesday morning. They have some good deals on ink pads sometimes. If you're looking for ink pads, uh, let me rummage. Got to find the black thing. Where is it? Where is it? It's gotta be here somewhere. There it is. Okay, so let's try this. I hope I get some black on there. All right, here we go. So adding different, oh yeah, that looks good. Adding different colors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply creates dimension with ink and it gives you a more 3D style effect more weathered more worn okay and I like I'm liking that and this one's actually working pretty good those doesn't always have to be the expensive stuff that's right sometimes you get the cheaper stuff and it works just fine and everything's dandy and this is this was not expensive I think it was two bucks or something like that when I bought it just happened to find it in there that day and uh yeah they have some good deals every once in a while just got to you know, not come home with more than you planned, right? Yeah, that's good luck <laughs> from Tuesday morning. Come up with seven pounds of uh, napkins and um, a whole bunch of uh, embossing folders and stuff. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. So I think this is looking pretty good, actually. Okay, so I'm going to do vintage photo around the edge of this guy and then a mix of vintage photo and rain cloud. And I also threw, what did I throw in there? Frayed burlap, right? Okay. <sighs> I feel like I want to sew around these. Um, but yeah, the inks are a great way to add new um, subtleties to your work. Uh, they can be used by themselves and they can be used in conjunction with other things. So you can use them with stencils and you can use them, uh, like just use the color that's on the dauber to spread across your page and give it some life, give it some, or knock it back. Sometimes you've got a really white piece of paper and you want to just knock it back. You can just rub your dauber <laughs> all over that page and that will knock it back. And it gives you a nice background to start with. Or the stencils, you can put some stencil designs with your dauber. Um, or with different kinds of stencil brushes and things like that. And that's another way to get some nice designs with your inking. Um, and of course, you know, rubber stamps and, and silicone stamps and stuff like that. We, we can go to town forever with those. 
but this gives us options and it's always nice to have options, isn't it? Um, and uh, you don't need a hundred colors of inks. Trust me on this from the woman who has a hundred colors of inks and she uses primarily five I use pink, I use a green, I use a blue, and I use a brown, and then I use a black, so that would be five. And uh, you can pretty much do what you need to do with those, um, but there are certainly uh, every other variation and shade related to those colors, and they're very beautiful. And you can go into the metallic inks if you like, and go explore that, uh, you know, array of colors, and those are a lot of fun to play with if you're making Christmas cards or... Um, you know, maybe some glam, glamour Hollywood stuff and you want a little bit of gold and shimmer on it, that would be fun too. So you are not limited to uh, uh, choice when it comes to inks. I have noticed in the stores that the um, selection of inks and stamps and things like that has decreased significantly. Over the last year or so, I've been watching my Hobby Lobby and their their stamp section has been cut in a quarter the size of what it used to be. Uh, and I don't know whether that's because more people are getting out of scrapbook making and card making and maybe going into other crafts but I think we got a huge section of you over here in the junk journal world yeah I think we do and um, so we are still inkers and stampers and uh, that kind of thing but you know we're certainly not limited to those things which allows us to be able to make myriads of uh, things in our journals and ink is just merely one of those mediums that we can use to make pretty things and um, so to ink or not to ink, that is the question. And, uh, you know, I have been amazed by people who do not ink and, they, and their creations come out fabulously. And I am and so enthralled and enthused by their ingenuity on how to create beautiful things without inking. And uh, I did see, uh, or actually I took a class from Amity Bloom and she taught it about layering. And layering, I just thought it was so brilliant. And um, she doesn't ink. And, but her layering kind of takes the place of the inking and it was just wonderful and I, I was just so thrilled so if you if you you know have ever considered taking a class that's a great one because it's um, a wonderful way to learn a different technique other than inking <laughs> trust me uh, so anyway I really enjoyed that um, not sponsored Amity doesn't know me from Adam but I have really uh, appreciated her teaching over the years and um, I really I really got a lot out of that class so thank you Amity um, what else? Uh, you know, it's great to learn from each other, you know, and, and I'm so thankful people are so giving with their ideas. And uh, I love that uh, you're willing to share. And uh, I love the comments that I get under videos. Uh, you know, have you thought about doing it like this? Or I, I love your idea, but I've also tried it like this and it worked out great. Or or add this and, and, and it gives, gives it a totally different look. And I, and I just welcome that with open arms because uh, um, we are never stuck. And there's always, you know, a new mousetrap to be built right? Everybody builds a better mousetrap than the last one that came along. So, um, you know, uh, let us inspire each other. And if inks are your inspiration, then go to it and have fun. And uh, you can do a lot with inks. If you don't have a lot of supplies, if you just have inks and paper, you are not limited in supplies. Trust me. There's uh, a plethora. <laughs> Somebody... <laughs> uh, there's a plethora of things that you can do uh, with... Uh, uh, I'm laughing because somebody suggested that word for me um, uh, of items and, and embellishments and things like that that you can uh, make with just inks and paper. 
uh, you know, depending on, you can crinkle paper and run the uh, daubers over the little folded edges, the, the little peaks and valleys, and that will create a beautiful old weathered leather style look. And if you add multiple colors to that, different layers of colors of the inks, then it will create depth to that. And it will look very, very cool. Um, so yeah, remember your stencils and remember your inks and remember your different techniques with what you can do with them. Some inks you can spray water on and watch the ink drip down your page and make beautiful new designs. Um, you can uh, put uh, some ink on a page and wet it and then you can get a straw and blow it in different directions and have fun like that. Uh, I mean, there's so many different things that you can do with inks. And don't forget your rubber stamps and don't forget your silicone stamps if you have those. If not, you can always make some or you can uh, borrow some from Sally down the street. But uh, anyway, those are my thoughts on inking. So, um, you know, inking to ink or not to ink will always be the question. Right now I'm in the ink camp and I, I'm pretty happy there. Although I will challenge myself in the future not to ink and to try other ways to create color and dimension and aging and weathering and uh, different kinds of looks without inking. Actually, I will, I will try and pursue that and see where I go. Uh, so I hope you had fun. I know I had fun spending time with you guys here today. And uh, I hope this was a little, um, you know, break away from the rest of the world and uh, just gave you something else to think about, chew on. And uh, I'm hoping to inspire you to go have some fun out there and play with the paper because there's lots of fun to be had in those papers and you guys deserve fun. So um, remember, um, uh, I, I put my podcasts out on Tuesdays and Thursdays and my videos on YouTube come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Uh, I have an Amazon store if you're looking for any of the products that I, are my favorites or supplies. I, uh, there's one link below my videos that you can click on it and see everything all in one place. Um, also, um, I'm found on Etsy and Instagram and Pinterest and Twitter and LinkedIn and uh, Facebook. I've got a fun Facebook group. Come on and check that out. And we have lots of fun over there, fun people helping each other create beautiful things related to journals and junk journaling. And uh, I've got um, digital um, vintage ephemera kits in my Etsy shop if you're interested in old papers, handwritten letters. Uh, old receipts, um, old vintage imagery, uh, birds and butterflies and, and uh, all sorts of related things. And there'll be new things coming all the time. And um, just make sure that you have some fun and slip a little slice of fun into your day. So uh, it's worth it and you guys are totally worth it. So remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon, everybody. Take care. Have an awesome day. Until next time. Bye-bye.